When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh man, turn the music up. Midday. Hump day. Up. Need this. Hump day. Dude. Hump day. Middle Hump of the week. Day. Middle of the week. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it oh, is. Day. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the DMV Nuggets podcast. Let's go. Man, that's some midweek <laughs> ass energy right there. Like, we take it for three seconds. I humped it pretty well. <laughs> humped it pretty good. We're presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Happy promo code DMVR. Whenever you sign up, make some bets, gamble on some things. We went to the Rockies game yesterday. I was thinking about this this morning. Yeah. Did we win? Uh, what does we win mean to you? <laughs> Did we have a good time? There were the friends Who is along we? the way. Who is we? Are you including <laughs> the Rockies in that? Because I had a great time. Yes. If you're talking about we the company, we won in spades. <laughs> I went to the bathroom. It was the ninth inning. I went to, to take a leak. I came back. Couldn't find anyone. Went yeah, home. I saw. I, went home. I know. It's like, I'm going At, at some point at Rockies games on the rooftop, it just becomes every man and woman for themselves. Oh, yeah. no question. Yeah. Uh, that's what happened. Adam put a a message in the slack that said did everyone go home and i was like oh man i missed this by like five minutes and yeah i responded everybody just i was already gone at the same yeah. time. <laughs> i was like i, just, I went home uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway i had just, a great time 10 out of 10 yeah Use we just went time to the, app, get one dollar tickets we actually went to the seats which i, I understand is confusing that is confusing <laughs> that's not something you usually do on the rooftop <laughs> no 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 uh we got a full show lined up for you today i don't know if it's a full show we have a we have a Probably show short. maybe we'll go short yeah. <laughs> aaron gordon tweets the league wants to buy RSNs, and ESPN is ranking players. You Beautiful. guys are never going to believe. And then, of course, later in the show, an update on the Robert Sarver, Sarver saga. Man. Uh, man. A Dude, this, is, update. this is a full hump day slate. <laughs> this is a full hump day slate. Hey, we'll get. Through. it'll be like 90% player rankings. Um, and to help me with that, I've got Super Dry himself over here, <laughs> T-Line right. Co. This is, a, this is a very popular brand in Europe. And you know, sure. as you sure. know, I am. Yeah, of course, you're so fancy. <laughs> Very European. Wow, you're we so went, trendy, <laughs> man. You're so trendy, dude. In Europe, yeah, in Europe, yeah. Like, <laughs> wow, you're. He's here. He, you just look like shit. I, <laughs> I couldn't agree anymore. I couldn't agree with that anymore. <laughs> and the man over there, hat backwards. You know what vibes you're giving off right now? What's that? You're giving off a uh, Will Ferrell in old school, <laughs> newly married, working on the car. You know, taking the restrictor plate off the old yeah, dragon. Well, it puts together a lot of furniture this week. Did you really? Sure. Yeah. Entertainment center, oh. bed, yeah. uh, desk. Yep. So it, it went pretty smoothly. Using the little tiny uh, the Allen, Allen wrenches, wrenches they give you. The worst, man. man. It's the worst. <laughs> My most dad thing about me: multiple Allen wrench sets I own. <laughs> multiple ones. I should invest in a professional. It's like three dollars, five dollars. I have um, I have multiple ratchet sets. I'm, I'm multiple s- ratchet sets. I'm six. Six two with a ratchet, um, <laughs> so but the dumb. thing is, is that, that was I so am, bad. Don't even finish that story. But I, I am so lazy when it comes to this garbage. Yeah. Like that, I'll fix it, and then I'll be like, in the case. <laughs> and, then I, and then when I'm time, it's time to find one. I'm like, uh, why didn't I put this together? And I was like, it was. I was never gonna put it together. Yeah, that was a great story. Thanks for finishing it. <laughs> um, maybe that story would work better in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. Do the people from Europe enjoy that story? Y or N in the comments, please. Oh, terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, guys, we have news today. 
no sooner than did we sit declare the My Mr. God. Nugget race close. And I said, look, Bones Highland, a little more volatile. Yeah. You know, he's at Willie. He's young. He's maybe a little more naive. You know how when you're young, you say that you put your foot in your mouth. No sooner did I say that than the eight-year veteran Aaron Gordon walks out on the Twitter and makes, you know, gives the thumbs down to the Anthony Edwards report that Anthony Edwards will be fined. I think Wynn seems to think that this could be ambiguous. I don't think it is. I mean, I'd like to hear from him and get some context for, before I know for sure. Yeah, but this... it seems like. Yeah, we know what he means. He was opposed to Anthony Edwards being That's fined. That's what it seems like, yeah. For his comments, which, first of all, like the NBA, this is what they do, man. They find, like, some people were saying, I, I've seen, like, what does it matter? He made a private comment on his own Instagram during the offseason, this or that. It's in the contract. Like, the players still, like, represent the league and they can be fined yeah, for this. Yeah, plus it's reprehensible. Of, of course. Yeah, I'm just saying, course. there's the matter of, like, the moral issue of it. <laughs> sure, sure, like, sure. When we were talking about but Sarver, like, as we did last week, yeah. my points were not about the morality of, of Robert course, Sarver. Of course, of course. It was the le- legality of, 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 of what can be happened. I'm just saying, the league, does, this is within their rights. So to give the thumbs down, you either disagree that they, the legality of the league, or you yes. disagree with, like, hey, that wasn't even offensive, and both counts, you're wrong. Yeah, and the thing is, is that uh, even if he is just saying, like, this is like a player bargaining thing where it's like, yeah, yeah you're being like being fined for something like just, this is not, a, you don't, this, you, I think the lesson is just don't tweet. You just don't. Tweet, That's always yeah. the lesson, tweet. especially during the Mr. Nugget primaries. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is a real trip up in the primaries. Right. Man. This, this is an October surprise. Oh, right. As the ballot, the boxes open up. No sooner than we went on. You're right. Exactly. Uh, in the face of everything that we gave him as a virtue. Right, yeah, exactly. It, 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 he did it almost to make us look Now, here, here's the thing. I don't want to go on the big... I I feel like media, especially sports media, for whatever reason, gets into like moralizing the sport more than anything. We can all agree that we find this to be disappointing. That's yeah. the word I would just use. Is like I really like AJ. I find him to be interesting. He's been very thoughtful in a lot of different ways. This one's to me that I'm like, that's not thoughtful. This is just a bummer. It, um, and so that's my only take. I don't want to sit up here and do yeah. the pulpit thing and do no, the like, hey, no, everybody no, no. needs to this or that. Look, we live in a world where not everybody shares your values, and I understand that. This is one instance where I'm like, that's a bummer, man. I, do I look at Aaron Gordon meaningfully different? I think I'm better than most. When I say better, it means I'm more capable than no, most he, he of separating. I do mean better than most. <laughs> I am better than most. But I also mean more capable than most of separating art from artists. Yeah. Whether that's sp- athlete from you know, from the person or this or that, like to me, I am more comfortable than most, I should say, separating those two things. And it's not because I'm letting Mm -hmm. it slide. I'm just saying like, you're going to tie yourself in knots. If you only listen to music, watch movies, read books and watch athletes that like conform to your a hundred percent of your values. Nonetheless, this is a thing where I look at Aaron Gordon and I go, thought you were better than that. Yeah. Disappointing is the right word. I think so. Do we yeah. have any other comments on it? No. I just, I'm personally don't want to make the show about that. I don't either. Even no, though, even though I do think it's important to note, yeah. very disappointed in that. It, it, that's really just like what it comes down to. Like, man, what a bummer. Yeah, what yeah. a bummer. A huge bummer. Um, and more interesting news, at least to me, there was a report in, I believe it was Sports Business Journal. I'll have to pull it up here after I throw it to you guys, that MLB, the mm. NBA, and the NHL are looking to purchase... RSNs, n- notably uh, the ones that are Bally Sports. I think they were, I can't remember what that is, the parent company. I'll have to pull this up. The parent company, though, 
So Sinclair. is it Sinclair who bought all of the RSNs in 2019 right before the bust? Like they paid big dollar to, to <laughs> become like been a, good investment. a horrible <laughs> investment. So they buy all of these and like, hey, we're going to make this a big conglomerate of RSNs at the exact moment where RSNs. And we know this obviously locally here with Comcast that these um, cable companies are saying, those things actually aren't worth that much, and we're going to charge our prices for Man, distribution. Man, that's some collusion. So, you well, you think about Altitude as a one-off and how much they've been vulnerable to this. Imagine multiplying that by 40, yep. and then those them being screwed because you're losing 40 times as much. And what was interesting here is two things. One, that these leagues might want to purchase them now. And if you're trying to purchase not all RSNs, but a like a significant portion of them, clearly you're looking at this trend and being like, we're kind of screwed. People are more and more not going to be able to watch their team locally in an economic way. We need mm-hmm. to come up with an alternative. But number two, and this is what was interesting about the article, they noted that some of the revenue you get from those local television contracts, you know, that becomes, becomes part of BRI. It becomes part of like, hey, how do players make money? Right. And if this goes under, if they go bankrupt, and this is the thing is that the hedge funds that have kept these companies uh, afloat are entering a phase now where they can take over, a hostile takeover now, and say, you guys owe us a bunch of money, you can't pay it, we're going to take over, and in that instance, it voids the contracts they currently have, Mm. which might be great for the hedge fund as they restructure things, but it would be horrible for the teams who would like lose out on this money, even if it's in a short period of time. So I say all that to say that there's an instance right now where the NBA and these other leagues are looking at this going, we might lose a lot of money on local contracts, so we might have to overpay for a value that's depreciating, you know, an asset that's depreciating in value so that we can restructure the way we distribute these uh, these games. To me, this is a pretty big story. And, and the mo- main thing I'm going to say here is, Look, we all feel that Altitude and the Cronkies have let have done a de- disservice to the people of Denver by not making them available. But there's something here to look at and say they were just ahead of the curve. Man, I I have been screaming about this when the, and when you say a depreciating uh, asset, it's based on the fact that Comcast won't pay them the amount that they're asking for. Right. It is artificially depreciating it is this makes me really this gets back to the fact that comcast owns the river and they're just cutting off the water they're like oh sorry you can't have our water anymore you're like well because nobody's drinking it but they are like they're just they're the thing is that comcast wants to own the rsn model they want to be the ones and so they are they have the ability to choke out these rsns and they're doing it and to me it's like it's so immoral it's collusion it's it honestly should be antitrust like they went to court for antitrust uh violations and I, i don't think this is the end of it and this is just like what capitalism allows for. Like if you have the upper hand, you could just sort of do what you want. And the only people that are going to be screwed by this is us, is the people that want to watch sports. Like this battle is going to wage and one side is going to get in trouble legally. The other side is going to just be allowed to, either it's going to be business as usual or, or Comcast is going to have all of these AT&T based uh, like uh RSNs that they will run and they will get all the revenue from. But at the end of the day, it's just us being having our nuggets taken away from us for it's going to be like five years. But I want to put this other thought out there, which is there's so many moving parts. And this is we're three years into this. And I think we keep seeing new layers to this onion. And one of them is 
okay, maybe the NBA. I, I've been upset with the NBA. There's been this been like, are you on Team Comcast? Or are you on Team Altitude? Sure. I think it's kind of dumb to phrase things that way. The only people that are doing that, spoiler alert, largely are competing radio stations with Altitude that are like, hey, this is a chance to kick somebody while they're down. In my opinion, to me, I don't think there's a good guy. There are just like bad guys in here. And there's a third leg to the bad guy to me, which is the NBA that has watched this and, and has just been like, well, that's not our problem. We wash our hands of it. But it makes a little bit more sense that the Cronkies have drugged their feet if to artificially accept a, a deflated deal, maybe the yes. other owners are telling them, don't do this. It's yes, going to screw us precedent. over. And now the Cronkies are in this position where they're the, like the bargaining chip. But also if the NBA is coming to them saying, don't do this, we're going to try to solve this problem by buying distribution across the board. I'm and sure we will buy you at the rate that we would buy Bally's, the same rate, mm -hmm. so long as you hold the line here. Like yeah. Again, I'm not saying this is what's happening. I'm just saying all of these things are factoring in that now it's becoming clear that everybody actually is looking at this, has no solution for it, and they're trying to rack their brain to figure it yeah. out. The RSN model is just so messy, I feel it like. Is. Because if you remember before Bally's, or before... It, all the networks were like Fox Sports yeah. North, Fox yep. Sports yep. South, yep. and it changes hands every All the time. couple of years, and it's valleys. And in a couple of years, I'm sure it'll be something else if the leagues don't step in. So maybe this could be a good thing, yeah. you know, going forward if it's all under one roof and there's just some normality to it all. Because now it's just it just seems so messy. Yeah, it, it's almost like uh, the RSNs are unionizing. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like that. Yeah, yeah, these competing forces are like joining. So they have to, to go, go up yeah. against the larger competitor, which is Comcast. Which is it, the, isn't it funny, man? Like this is the way the world works. Do you remember, like ten years ago, you started to have like, oh, the cable companies are getting broke up by Netflix and all these guys, and it's yeah. like, what a great thing for the consumer. And you fast forward ten years, and now like everything, you just have to buy. I've been Disney, predicting Amazon. that we're going to be pivoting back to cable. Yeah, because it's so expensive now. You're like, I just need all these we're, crazy ones. The amount of subscriptions we're paying for is yeah. just more yeah, than like, actually what we'd be oh, paying it's like for cable. You start to see people complaining about Airbnbs because you have to pay for cleaning. They're like, I'm going to a hotel. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything comes back in style. We know this. <laughs> it's so true, man. It's so true. I don't know if like... I am intrigued by the idea of the NBA coming up with a complete... Because to me, this is one of those things where it's like... The ground shifted under everybody's feet. Yeah. I think we just can throw out the old model and not try to fix the current model and yeah. be like, we might just need a new model. So part of me thinks if the NBA did own all the broadcast rights, there would be real positives and negatives to that. One, I hate the way the NBA markets itself, and I have no faith in them to do a great oh, job God. of like positioning the nuggets to like grow the <laughs> fan base. I think it would actually, in a lot of ways, make it worse. And by the way, I think Altitude, great product. Absolutely. Great product. Like The people they have, Katie Wingy, incredible yeah. i think you know like 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 marlo and, and hasting vic lombardi is one of my idols like yep. they have great talent over there and i think the product relative to a lot of what i see is, is is you know not great or is great do i think that the nba would match that absolutely not i think whatever no. it is that they would do would be less than that it would just be because a bunch a, of richard Jefferson. it's also a huge undertaking too for the enormous NBA. And enormous the nba i think when we think of the league office it's probably a lot smaller and just like the amount of people and manpower that they have than what a lot of people think it is. Maybe. I do wonder though, and you guys know I think about this stuff all the time. I do wonder if the future of distribution is just the game and there is no pregame, postgame hmm, show. Maybe right. there's no halftime show. I don't know. Maybe it's just like, hey, you buy it's the us. ticket here and then that's it is like they count on third parties to come in and be the pregame show and the postgame show, which again, like we've already, we personally believe that is the scenario whether 
the NBA or Altitude or anybody else goes out, we believe that over time people are going to enjoy our style of coverage enough that it's like this is an alternative. Um, but maybe that's what the league looks at and just mm. says, we're going to distribute this like red zone. Or like, you know, where it's just like, yeah, just buy it. You get access to all of them. Nothing's blacked out locally because you just bought the NBA package and that's part of your deal, part of your bundle. Man, if they were smart, they would just make it available on like Channel 2, like it used to be for the Denver Nuggets. Like you don't need cable of any variety. You just, the games are available for everyone to see. It's I'm I'm told that's not viable though. Because Uh, economically that the cable money, as low as the numbers can even be in terms of like how many people are actually... Now having but to jump hoops, is, the like, number is, is still like, so big it would change things. But this is like small thinking. It's like you if you got the town, the city, everyone watching the Nuggets all the time, what that would ultimately result in right. in, in sales of merchandise and tickets. I mean, it's just it's it's small money, big money. It's like the, in the short term, yes, they would be losing the, the cable. But like, imagine actually seeing people wearing Nuggets thing, Nuggets uh, shirts and things on the street because they were thinking about them. I know, but I, I even then I think that just again from all the thing all that I've talked to people is the money is so set up artificially to be TV centric that it's hard to break the entire model oh, and I'm say sure even though over time you would get more people doing what you're yeah, saying as you're saying though the model is broken <laughs> again but we know a lot of models are broken that just keep going sure. and going in large part yeah, because you just the, put a piece of tape over it well, not that, even that it's just that yeah. it would it would cause too much short term pain oh, and but, because the people that would lose the most or like they have the power, so I you have understand. to take it from them. It's be not too much but, work. Yeah, but consider like where we are. The games have not been on television for three years. Like we're not in a good spot. Well, I look at this and I go, this is one of those things where everything bends until it breaks. And I look at when I see a report like this, which by the way, it should be noted, the NBA came out and said, hey, there's some inaccuracies in that reporting. Not everything in that story was was accurately reported. So we'll have to wait and see. Nonetheless, the details that I do trust the most are this idea of the hedge funds having the ability to seize control of this like if you are losing the amount of money they're saying that sinclair and diamond which is the company that underneath sinclair diamond the company that's running bally's if they're losing the amount of money that they're saying like it's like yeah at some point you if you're a hedge fund you're like what are we doing here no no they're doing exactly what they set out to do which is like boom gotcha we can take over now we can seize this and it's going to happen and the nba has to look at that as a we probably can't let this happen because it would cost us a lot of money. So I say all that to say these things do seem to be coming to a head. I'm not trying to get let Altitude or Comcast off the hook for any of this. It sucks. The fans matter, and they got screwed out of this. But I do look at it, and I go, it's coming for everybody, and this is totally. like this yeah. is like the biggest wave I've seen that was outside of Denver. <sighs> I just don't want to talk about Comcast anymore. No. Mm-hmm. Talk about Evoca TV. I've been talking about it for three years. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into player rankings here on the other side. But oh, Harrison, baby. maybe you could tell us about Ivaca. <laughs> are they up in one or uh, <gasps> in about twenty Whoa! minutes? I can tell you about Ivaca. Hold on, real quick. Breaking news: Shea Gildas Alexander has a grade two left MCL sprain and will miss the start of training camp. I was expecting bigger news. <laughs> well, who are the Nuggets home? I was up? like, shit. What happened to Nikola Jokic? You don't think that's big news? <laughs> Nuggets home opener, Oklahoma City. Uh, sh- sure. <laughs> the NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win. Get $200 in free bets if they do. They've also got the stepped-up same-game parlay. Uh, you can boost your winnings with that. For every leg you add, boost your wings up to 100%. 
Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. When you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And got to talk about one of our newest sponsors, maybe our newest sponsor, Game Time Tickets. Oh, baby. You guys were at Coors Field last night. Game Time Because of Game Time. That's right. Bought tickets through the Game Time link in the YouTube description. In the description, if you're listening to this as a podcast, buy your tickets through there, through Game Time. You guys went to a Rockies game for a dollar. A dollar! Last night. It was a dollar. It was a dollar, and it felt like the right price. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a fair price. I will say I had a great night. For a oh, Tuesday it was a night, fantastic night. I had a phenomenal night, and um, it was worth a dollar. I think, I think dollar. if you then average that out, I think I s- each out that I saw recorded cost 25 cents. Wow, yeah, it's so true. It's so true. I, I did not. I watched, you know what? I watched the error in center field that allowed the first runs. It was so the good. worst error I've ever yeah. Standing like this. Oh. Look like wow. it looked like little like Pee Wee. Come on, Rockies! <laughs> Don't uh, no need to explain. It. Everyone here saw it. Yeah. We all watched the game. <laughs> yeah, we all watched. Uh, game in. time. Look, there's like so many ticket sites out there. Don't spend time and waste time going through all the different ones. Just go to Game Time. Use our link in the description. It will get you cheaper tickets than you can find anywhere else. And they have crazy deals and crazy last minute price drops. So if you're a procrastinator, you can get really good tickets for cheap close to the start of the game uh, check out the game time app in the description always use that link when you're looking for tickets to games shows concerts whatever you need just keep talking for a second i'm doing some math oh boy how long uh, do we have to talk for two, she, three, uh, four, let's see five. what are you uh, what are we uh, what are you adding up over there you you know what all right i'm back all right we're back we're, we're back here um, real quick, I want to get into this news. If you can pull up the Shams report if you want there, you can pull it up. It says, Thunder Shea, Sh- Thunder Shea Gilders Alexander has a grade two left MCL sprain and will miss the start of training camp, team says. And then Jeff Stotts in street clothes, who I trust on this stuff. He's like one of the guys that keeps a, dat- mm. a, a database of all injuries and, and across sports and stuff. Very good with this. He says, according to the in-street clothes database, grade two MCL sprains, partial tears, result in an average of 41 days lost. That's 21 okay. games, 41 days lost. 41? And here's why this is 41. <laughs> what did you say 40? Because no, because it's an not... actual scientific number. He's telling yeah. you if you average every know, grade two one. It's just fun. It's 40. You want him to round down and just say it's, it's actually. 40. 40 games. It's 41. Or 40 it's 41 days. days. Well, here's why it's important, Eric. <laughs> the Nuggets play the Thunder, I believe, in 31 days. <laughs> not 30, 31. 31 days. Either way, it's within. Like there is a chance that the Nuggets is home opener on the second night of a back-to-back at Ball Arena does not feature Shea Gilgeous. Oh, I, I don't think there's a chance. He's definitely not playing. Well, originally it says <laughs> so he's going to miss. Well, Sham says he's going to miss the start of training camp, which would imply he's going to be there for the end of training camp or the preseason. Oh, but man. according I to Jeff Stotts, this works. 41 days, you know, would take him in. All I'm going to say is. There's a chance Shea Gilders Alexander is not available there. We already know the rookie's not going to be there. What's his name? Why am I linking on Chet, 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 Chet Holmgren. Holmgren. Chet Holmgren not going to be there. This team might just feature Kenny Hustle and no one was, else. Dude, <laughs> so you're, you're announcing here that the team that will be tanking hard all year has an even greater chance of losing the game against us than they would if they were purposely no, trying to lose. Their tank usually it. doesn't start until uh, thank you, uh, no, thank January. you for the sarcastic no, no, guy no. who's not being real no, about no, it. No, no, you're wrong, January. man. No, d- d- this is a Victor W. 
I'll say that. Like things are <laughs> things are going to be different if in you're, the NBA this year. If you play the Spurs or if you play the Thunder, I, are you are you, Victor W. Man? I'm all about. He looks so good, but seven foot four and growing rapidly. Oh already foot injuries. Are we sure? Shorty. Oh boy, I'm just saying, man. Like I think this guy looks awesome, but if you told me, like, what's the track record on seven foot four mobile bigs? I mean, oh, zero. That's never, never happened been before. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, maybe Yao Ming. All right, seven-foot mobile bigs. Like, Yao I'm just Ming saying. was, the, was the, probably the, the tallest, most mobile, and he had a very short He didn't last very long, although when he was there. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. It's, Who's I, their starting point guard? Trey Mann? They've, and they've got Giddy, don't forget. Ah, I mean, they still have Dort course. and Giddy. Like, they're still well, okay, the so the, the lead story is 31 days after the season starts, we will beat the team that's tanking already. <laughs> On to the next story. <laughs> the, the worst. The worst. <laughs> Eric does not enjoy the details of basketball. You know, no, He does not enjoy dude, them at all. These are not the details of basketball. Are you even excited for the season? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I love the Nuggets. You love uh, SGA. I do love SGA. <laughs> um, guys, ESPN is back. And you know the content that they provide is top-notch. It's the toppest of <laughs> the notches. The toppest of notches. And this week, they're unveiling their top one. Every year, they rank players because oh, that makes sense. I'm to ready to rank, be, to rank players. Irate. Are you ready? Are you ready to be irate? Let's go through some it's of my these. my favorite show of the year. Oh, I know. It's so good. Uh, Polls, <laughs> rankings, surveys. Not I'll tell you right now. <laughs> material. I'm I'm here for all of it. Not ranked Bones Highland. Okay. Why would he be? Why well, would he be? Well, exactly. Why would he be? He's not exactly you know the rookie of the year or yeah, rookie but, all team. But I understand it. Okay. If we get to our first one, Aaron Gordon last year was number sixty nine. Okay. Nice. This year. 83. What? He what fell last year? Did he have a bad year that I didn't notice because he fell fourteen spots How? to number eighty three. Let's all get mad. Let's get mad online. Aaron Gordon coming off maybe the most efficient season of his career. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Maybe the best defensive year of his career. I remember that part as well. But falls in the rankings. What is Gordon's role with the return of Murray and Porter? No, no, no. Yeah, this, this is the part. So this was written by a former Denver Nuggets reporter uh, over at The Athletic, Kendra Andrews, yeah. who says that his role will be unclear this year. Like last year, more clear than this year, which Kendra, I just have to categorically Kendra, disagree what with. What are you talking about? We, we love saw Kendra. His role. We, love, we love Kendra. Also, yeah. The point is, he was brought over to be the role he's had. Last year, the, the perfect red, role. Yeah, last year's role was the confusing one. This year's role is like, oh, perfect. He slides into the thing he's best at. So I would disagree with that categorization. I will say this. I just don't have it in me to get too mad about player rankings because I don't believe in them. I don't think it makes any sense. I love that you're saying this wild mad. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm mad at the argument. I'm, I'm, I'm mad at the idea that uh, like, his role You're mad unclear. at things surround. I understand. Okay. Paolo Bancaro, 82. He's behind Paolo Bencaro. That's embarrassing. I'm gonna get bad at these now. <laughs> he's, he's. I have the energy. You, you want another? You want another crazy one? He's behind Josh Giddy. What? Oh, he's behind God, Josh Giddy. If you look at who scored more points last year, Aaron Gordon or Josh Giddy, it was of course Aaron Gordon. Grabbed more rebounds as well. Aaron Gordon shot 13 percent better from the field than Josh Giddy did. Dude, now I know this is ap- not apples to oriented. Like we got a power forward and you got a point guard and this or that, but like. Karis Levert, what are we doing? Karis Levert, Karis Levert isn't that good. Karis Levert ahead of him. I'm telling you, man. Like Karis this, Levert? Uh, I'm not mad. I'm just saying I think it's a little weird. I oh, love man. AG. I'm, I'm, I, again, I'm super high. I'm disappointed in his tweeting. Very disappointed there. Not part of the, that's not somebody, part I saw of in the discussion. chat, somebody said, you guys better go on record selling your AG stock. Why? I'm not selling it. 
Yeah, we're just like not. We're just like. Yeah. Why would I? Well, he's as a basketball player, he's a good basketball player. Yeah, he's a great player. Yeah. So what are we talking we're about? We're disappointed. Here? His, I'm his disappointed. Actions. Yeah, and like his take on on gay people. But um, nonetheless, like 83 to me, I just don't know how you go backwards after last year that much. If they lowered him, I don't know. It's just weird. It's, it's weird almost as though these are based on complete nonsense. They they really did go off of vibes. Man. <laughs> I, they just I, went off I, of I really vibes. think vibes, people. Dude. That don't follow what the Nuggets have done since Aaron Gordon got here and have not followed him since he got here. Still just think of Aaron Gordon as Orlando. Yeah. Aaron Gordon. Harrison Barnes at 74 was interesting to me too. Like they do different things. I mean, we just value, I guess, scoring more, except for when it comes to I Josh Giddy. He was in the league. <laughs> if Josh Giddy had normal hair, where would he be ranked? What what does he mean by normal? Just like a buzz cut. Oh. He'd be or, outside I, the top hundred. I, I, I think worse. I think his hair. I think his. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. His hair helps That's him out a saying, lot. Yeah. Oh, his hair f- helped him flow into the top. So. Kenneth Freed's hair helped him more than any pair has helped his hair. Like that was a real great hair. hair. He got a hair great. upgrade. That was great hair. Uh, number seventy-two, Michael Porter Jr. Seventy-two. Now here's a here's a weird one. And last year, by the way, he was forty-one. Here's the thing, Kawhi Leonard got number twelve. There's a very clear. Like we all think Kawhi Leonard's a top ten player. I mean, he's really good. They very clearly they are going to discount players who are injured and are giant question marks. And who better to be discounted than Michael Porter, who's been injured enough that this mm-hmm. isn't the first time around? And if you read also by Kendra Andrews, the one thing I again I disagree with is she says if you look at his career, he's always missed large chunks of games in each season. Not necessarily true. His rookie year, he was not hurt. Yeah, like he played. He actually has been healthy for a majority of two seasons. He's just missed because of COVID, and he's missed because of this or that. But he has missed whole seasons in the ones that he did not play. Um, nonetheless, I can't get too mad at this because it's clear that they are not saying what they think he should be when healthy. They're just factoring in health. Are you mad at this one? No, I'm no. not as mad at this, this one. Yeah. MPJ is like, there's too many question marks around him to be. I'm honestly like if he was left off this list entirely, I wouldn't be mad. He's got to prove yeah. it. He's got to prove it. Yeah. There's a little bit of prove it. I will say. This list, like number sixty-eight, is Desmond Bain, who was a twenty-point scorer last year. Like, they're one of the things I'll tell you is that the NBA really has players. a lot of really good players. Like That's Desmond true. Bain, fully healthy, nothing else is a sixty-eight. He's gonna be the second or third leading scorer on that team, probably second leading scorer on that team this year. No, yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. So Most that, improved player. So that just shows Maybe. you, yeah. So that just shows you that. Um, and Jalen Brunson, 67, who was clearly the second best player on his respective right. team, and then got this big deal, is sixty-seven. So. You could be offended, but you could also just say that, holy shit, there's 67 better players than max contract Jalen Brunson. That's wild. I mean, I'm actually not surprised by that. Um, (laughs) Scrolling through, you get Westbrook at 65. Wait, 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 wait. Russell Westbrook? Yeah. 65? I don't know what that means. What Russell Westbrook is not a good player. What are we doing here? Well, uh, what are we doing here? I don't know, man. I don't know. Russell Westbrook is a negative player. To me, this is like this is is why player rankings are dumb. This is to me this the the story here is the guy that I think probably has still the highest salary in the NBA is the sixty fifth best player, whatever sixty eighth best player. Russell Westbrook is not good. I mean, he's not as bad as we want him to be. He's terrible based on how good he used to be. He's still, I mean, like. He, no, he's he's terrible on the Lakers. Yeah. But if you put but him on. He's on the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair point. That's a really good point. He I think Russell here. Westbrook is a negative player. Well, yeah, he is, of course. But I'm saying. If he's ranked 65. <laughs> <laughs> if you put him on Houston and told all the kids to get out of the way, he would average a triple-double and people no would be. Question. And they would win like. 
you know, 40 games, which would be half the games, and people would be like, man, is he an MVP candidate? Triple double? Yeah. Nobody would say that. <laughs> Maybe they wouldn't. Uh, Jeremy Grant also ranked ahead of Michael Porter. Again, I just can't get too mad because the Michael yeah, Porter the Michael one Porter is clearly, is, yeah, yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. whatever. This is more oh, of the Aaron Gordon. You want to get mad, outrage. though. 62. Well ahead of Michael Porter. 15 spot. Jalen Green. <sighs> Your boy, Jalen Green. I hate... Oh! Oh! No. ESPN values the wrong things all the time. This is just another Jalen Green. Go a little bit lower there, Kale. One more. It gets better. Tyler no. Hero. Oh. Who's the real Michael Porter facsimile? You know, like Tyler Hero and Michael Porter kind of have similar roles. Yeah. Michael or Tyler Hero, though, is... is Right? Did he, did he actually win six man of the year? Yeah, I mean, no. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, come he also on. had like the coldest first three months of the season. Yeah, but he won year. six man of the year. I mean, how, I how how mad can you get about that? Kyle Lowry, hundred years old. That was an interesting one for as high as he went. Tyrese Halliburton, a little low. Robert Williams always hurt. Got hurt to start. Do you see Robert Williams yeah. is hurt too, man? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, unbelievable. I feel hurt. bad for that guy. He's a good player. Robert Williams is a good player, man. Very good. Vucevic. Uh, Dude, the Chicago guy's not that high on Vucevic. They don't really like him. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not that high on him either. <laughs> I mean, he's because he's he's fine. He's like not the end product guy, you know. He's the guy that yeah. you. He's the last piece you trade. Yeah. So like, he's maybe, the placeholder. So maybe 57 a little high. It could be. I mean, relative to some of the names. That's we're what seeing, I'm saying. I think like, it's a little but high. again, this is the Westbrook thing where it's like. Those both got Vucevic and Westbrook are good. Vucevic at is a way better player than Russell Westbrook, <laughs> man. He is. <laughs> so you just hate Westbrook for good reasons. I understand I, it, but Westbrook could still put up a triple double, man. Like he could still do it. Is I, it yeah, this? I in love this, a this loss. Westbrook rage. I, I'm all for there this. are players that like push you over the top and make a good team championship contenders, and then there's players that make bad teams good. And Westbrook is that. He's really good at that. He can make a bad team good. He's pushed Harrison over the top. Yeah, He's yeah, angry. I'm never gonna recover from this. <laughs> Jordan Poole at 55 is interesting to me. Oh, that's, remember when you saw those baddies next to the court and then caught fire? <laughs> like how that's what you think of and not when he was just torching the Nuggets well, that's what, no, in I, games one This is the, the tweet I've seen 8 billion times about how Jordan Poole saw baddies next to the court <laughs> right, and then, right, and then caught that. fire. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> Jordan Poole. Your telling of the NBA story is, a, is just great. Baddies. Dude. Yeah, of course. Uh, do you know what I what happens to me in life is so I'm walking around. I'm like, I can't. I don't know what I'm doing. Boom. Baddies. <laughs> and then you're like, boom. <laughs> then I'm, I'm going to make life. So, <laughs> what a life. Uh, De'Aaron Fox at 54 is interesting to me. He's, you know. De'Aaron Fox, man. That Every time the Nuggets match up against the Kings and invariably lose, we can't really figure out how. And. De'Aaron Fox torches the Nuggets every time. I'm mm-hmm. like, how is this not like the best point guard in the league? There's a, there's a lot of guys that play like against well, the he, Nuggets. He does stuff that the Nuggets yeah, defense just has just been bad against. Blowing forever. by perimeter yeah, defense the over buys. and over. Yeah. He's so quick. And, and then there, dishing there, it to Rashawn Is there a Holmes. Sacramento like we, adjustment we have to make? Isn't it possible he's better than we think? But I mean, I think on. he's really good, man. Yeah. I he must, might know. be stuck in hell. Like he's. Wiggins in Minnesota. <laughs> it's got, hey, man. Uh, speaking of Wiggins, he'll show up a lot later in the show. Oh, <laughs> no. He's going to show up oh, Wiggins no. much later. I, I'm with it. I'm dude, with it. Yeah, he deserves, I'm with it. Just, he deserves I'm with it. it. Dude. I'm with it. We can't wait for Aaron Gordon to jump 70 spots when people are like, is he actually right. good? We didn't know what his role would be, but it turns out a perfect role for him. That yeah. was very obvious if you paid attention. Um, number 50. <laughs> jump the last little line. Uh, number 50. Jamal Murray. Okay. 
he was not ranked last season. Of course, you know, he was going to be out for the whole year, or at least most of the years, what we knew going into it. Um, before that, I can't remember. I think he was like 31 or something. I can't remember. Maybe somebody in the chat will remind me what he was two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. 50. 50. Again, you just can't get mad. They're clearly yeah, discounting I mean, it's, it's low, but I can't get mad. Can't do, get mad. He's just got to play. We just got to see him play. He's on a he's on a prove-it deal with ESPN rankings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you think Jamal Murray takes this personal? Uh, totally. He's yes. like, oh, yes. it's, he's just fueled. He's like, ah, if I see one baddie. I'm, I'm expecting go. <laughs> an Instagram story yeah, about it. Now, here's a crazy one to me. Number 48, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who last year was 36. How did he drop 12 spots between last well, year? Because Andrew Wiggins jumped up. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Andrew Wiggins one of the guys that jumped him. And didn't he yeah, miss but a Shea bunch is like games. at the knee of the curve for players where they grow a lot. And he averaged, what, 23 a game last night? Like, knee of yeah. the curve. What a phrase to choose on today of all days. <laughs> With a sprained MCL, knee of the curve. Knee of the curve. Ooh, you're right. <laughs> I just look. I I I'm, I'm learning that I am higher on Shea Gilgis Alexander than anyone. I guess you I really are. are. You really are. He's great. I've. It's tough He's because crazy, he never man. plays. Like, I know. I know. That is that is part of the toughness. He always plays against the Nuggets. It feels like, yeah, and he always murders them. Yeah. And it sucks. And we're like, how did we lose the Thunder? Shea yeah. had thirty. Um, but won't play. It looks like a home opener for Denver. Hopefully, <laughs> as it gets delayed by ten exact days. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> Demontis Sabonis, uh, forty-seven. Let's keep going here. Darius Garland, forty-six. Mm. Darius Garland better than Shea to Alexander? No. Then what are we doing here? This is like another one of those ones where I'm like, again, I don't. The ranking aspect is yeah. crazy, but when there's specific players, you're like, huh. I think all, some, guys, no some guys get a bump just because of their affiliation. He probably gets a little Cavs bump. because What's the, a Cavs bump? The Cavs are hot right now. Oh, they're so yeah, hot the, right the, now. Dude, the Cavs are hot. The Cavs hot. are sexy right now. We got Yeah, we got Spida out there. Yeah. Um, you got CJ McCollum at 45, which is kind of interesting to me. I mean, he's pretty. He he's had a, good, he had a, he had he had a, had a bit of a rejuvenation. He, he did. A he had a rejuvenation. Huge rejuvenation, man. Although he was 30 last year, so 45 <laughs> is actually low. Tyrese Maxey, not ranked last year. He's 44. Now Seems here's high for him, man. And then the funny one to me, Draymond Green, 43. <laughs> like, Draymond Green, you guys remember the Warriors, not the best offense in the league last year, but they were the best defense. I know. 43. The problem is the lasting memory of Draymond Green is that him was him being embarrassed for portions of that finals. Him winning the championship? Well, but it wasn't <laughs> was it wasn't that, just him. That's the lasting image no, of him. No, <laughs> he got he lost some shine at the end of last season. He was being abused. This is so weird. I'm telling you, the way you're talking about him right now is how people are going to talk about Yoke when he wins the championship. They're going to be like, he won, but you know, he uh, defensively, saying, he like, was this, so lost. This was it wasn't even defensively. He just it, it, offensively, it was he was yeah. kind of for the first time in Draymond Green's career he was looked at as a liability and he was yeah. benched in important mm-hmm. parts of the game. So yeah, I'm just saying like, that's what we're, that's the wave we're coming. A, cu- a couple more interesting ones here. DeJounte Murray, 42 LaMelo ball, 41 um, that. And then Fred Van Fleet, 38 that completes the list Freddie of point guards. Velvet. They're all in this little jumble. Hmm. Jamal Murray at the, not the end of that. De'Aaron Fox was actually behind him. Um, if you look at those guys, De'Aaron Fox, LaMelo ball, DeJounte Murray, Fred Van Fleet, um, Shea Gilgis Alexander. If you, we look at all those guys, Darius Garland. At the end of the year, where's Jamal Murray going to be? He should be ahead of them, yeah, all of them, no question. I think he should be. Yeah, dude, Jamal Murray is going to be a very impactful player this year. Like he's going to be. I mean, it's tough because we don't know how he's going to start off, right. but he's been 
he's been putting work in. I mean, we we've not like seen him. See, have you guys like seen him play? No, Jamal Murray. Yeah, I mean, we've seen the video of him playing. We've seen against what you dudes. have. Peyton, Wa- so, Peyton Watson posted a video of him really taking him one on one the other day. See, my thing is that yeah, like he, I think he's going to be awesome. But it was like yeah. I didn't know what Russell Wilson looked like on the Broncos until we saw him on the Broncos. You know, yeah. we saw him in practice or whatever, and it's like different than you expect. Um, mm-hmm. Good and bad. So I don't know. Like I expect wholeheartedly that. Uh, Jamal Murray makes like a full rebound and gets yeah, back. I to think by was. the end of the year, but he's that's just like that's just it. Like how long does it take? Guys. How long does it take? I'm curious what the chat thinks. Just like which of those guys do you, the, do you believe Murray won't pass? I, I mean, I should say, is he by the end of the year? Are we going to feel confident saying he's better no, than Dejounte Murray? Freddie better Velvet? than no problem. No problem. Well, Fred Van Fleet, by the way, was top of the Fred Van Fleet's really good. He's man. great. I'm not, that's not to me. Not I'm not not to neg Fred Freddie Velvet. I'm just saying, like if you consider. The impact that Jamal Murray can have on a team versus the impact of, of Fred Van Vliet. Van Vliet. Van Vliet helped win. He did, but it wasn't major in the playoff same. games. Yeah, but it like, wasn't like him in the way that Jamal Murray took over bubble games. I think he kind of does, though, man. I think Van Vliet, has Vliet a might be the piece. best of that bunch. He's for sure. He's weird because, yeah, he's he's a he's a weird one. It's we don't definitely think, not we think of him as less of a star, but it might just be the Toronto factor there. Yeah. Um, Marcus Smart, thirty-four, and Kyrie Irving, thirty-three. Marcus Smart, it's weird to put him above some of these other guys, but I also get it. He's Defensive Player of the Year. Like, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. he's also getting the Celtics. He had bump. like a really big ascension last year that I did not see coming. And then he fell right back off when it mattered the most. You guys want to know, so what was Aaron Gordon, 78? Andrew Wiggins last year, 77. Oh, this boy. year, 32. Wow. That's a hell of a jump for Andrew you Wiggins. You know, I got to give made, it up dude, for Andrew Wiggins, man. a massive leap. But can I say... Doesn't that mean that it's possible know, for possible for Aaron Gordon? Absolutely. That maybe I mean that, to me that's just part of the brightest timeline. Is if we're talking about Aaron Gordon this way, where we're like, man, is he the perfect role player that every championship yep. team needs an Aaron Gordon, and he's the the top Aaron Gordon. The way Andrew Wiggins kind of became that, the top of that guy. Aaron Gordon's going to play a very similar role to the one Wiggins did. Although, Your man. premier defender, rebounder, yeah. guy who does the dirty work. He, yeah. But then Andrew Wiggins started scoring. They started counting him for everything. Kind of. He did have a, a little bit of isolation scoring, but I'm telling you, I don't think that's the reason that he got the bump. He got it for two reasons. One, he locked up some key players, including Jason Tatum. And two, he grabbed rebounds like no yes, other. He had yeah. like four of his best rebound games. Yes. I'm telling you, Aaron Gordon this year can have a similar impact on a playoff series where Aaron Gordon can have eight points, two assists, four of ten shooting, but guess what? 17 rebounds in a, in a key mm-hmm. game. that And, and the ones with for Wiggins sure. were like, Three offensive rebounds in a row where right. you're like backbreaker in key spots. And it's like, yeah, that's the backbreaker. And that's and why Andrew Wiggins is getting the win the championship. And they win the championship. Beautiful. Chris Middleton, 31. Pascal Siakam. Brandon Ingram's really high. People really love Brandon Ingram. I'm a little more skeptical. I'm the one. I'm the Brandon Ingram guy. You're the, the guy. Zach Levine, 27, is interesting to me. Doesn't he seem like he's a little bit closer to the pile than, than the other guys? Closer guy? to Jamal Murray. Yeah, than just to those guys. Just a good, little bit. Yeah. He is really. Yeah. yeah, but what does he want? Like, he's good, but what is he? To me, it's like this is where, this is Jamal Murray's territory. territory. Like, mm-hmm. he, this is about, like, Zach Levine, Jamal Murray. You've got any Drew Holiday's next. Drew Holiday right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the, the Jamal Murray territory. This is where he, like, rightfully belongs. Top 30. Um, And then if you go to the top you know the next list. You'd have to go to a to a different page there. Uh, it's it's. I think there was a link at the bottom. You get Anthony Edwards at twenty five. Donovan Mitchell at twenty four. 
Um, Anthony Edwards at 25. Is that too high? Too low? I, th- I think that's high. It's a little unproven. The Timberwolves, so I was listening yeah, to Zach Lowe's like podcast game, yesterday. The Timberwolves are the only team with three players in the top 50. That's wild. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Really interesting. Oh, oh no, sorry. Top 25. Because Anthony Edwards, what did you say, 25? Yeah. Yeah, three players in the top 25. Yeah, I was going to say, wow. That is a lot, man. Edwards, Cat, and Rudy Gobert. Interesting. I love this one. Anthony Davis, 20. <laughs> Some people are calling Did him you the MVP. Hear he's played in more games than Paul George. Oh my God! Did you hear oh. that? Interesting stat, guys. Interesting <laughs> stat. He's played more than a guy who missed an entire GD year. Oh, I'm so annoyed. Yeah, you know what have Anthony Davis's injuries been? Oh, sprained ankle. Jesus. <laughs> Bradley Beal at 19. God, man. 19. Jamal Murray or Bradley Beal? Who'd you rather have? Jamal. Jamal's a killer. Jamal Murray, healthy Jamal Murray, yes. Then top twenty players on Bradley the Bradley Beal doesn't want that there. smoke. No question, no question. Jamal Murray is no question a top twenty player. Bradley Beal is just—he's not that guy. No, he's—he's he's he's like a mid-season player. He's like a regular. He's season a regular. He's—you know what? Bradley Beal's going to win the MVP of the mid-season tournament. No question. <laughs> That's what he's going to win. No question. Uh, you're denigrating the mid-season tournament, though, in a way I don't like. I—I I see what you're doing, and I you don't know what like I mean, it. though. Uh, Rudy Gobert, 18. Uh, that silver medalist, Rudy Gobert, to you guys. Jimmy yeah. Butler, 17. Jimmy Butler, perpetually underrated, but yeah. also it's appropriate. Jimmy Butler, way better than Trey Young. <laughs> Trey Young has some big playoff games. Paul George, 15. God, the NBA is really good. Damian Lillard, 14. Can I talk about a guy that missed a whole year? Damian Lillard was unhealthy the entire year and then missed half of it. Yeah, he but didn't he gives get, really good interviews. He didn't though. get but, he had, but he's got like years and years of film that they're going he's to He's staying in Portland, though. Yeah, he is. He's uh, he's not afraid of that uh, fight. <laughs> Carl Anthony out of town's 13. Kawhi Leonard, 12. James Harden, number 11. Um, on the other side, I don't have any takes on any of this, other than that's really mm, good players. Like if you, James Harden, stacked. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Carl Anthony Towns, Damian Lillard, these are really good players to miss out on the top 10, man. Yep. That's absolutely wild. On the other side, we haven't seen Nikola Jokic yet. Oh, boy. At what number are you upset? What's the number that's going to make your blood boil? Anything lower than, anything higher than three, I'm pissed. Well, you just ruined the whole segment. I, that was <laughs> that a was tease for the other side. break. Sorry, everyone, for ruining the segment. <laughs> <laughs> Football season is back, and Mile High is ready to see what this new-look Broncos team has in store. Breck Brew has you covered mm. for Broncos season. Check out the Broncos country pale ale uh, in that beautiful-looking Broncos can. Uh, show off that colorful Colorado legacy with the Orange Crush logo and 100% Colorado ingredients. It's your go-to beer. For Broncos season, the Broncos Country Pale Ale. If you don't know where to get it, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator at breckbrew.com. Um, also, what else do we got here? I forgot my other read. <laughs> oh, Ivaka. Uh, Ivaka TV, guys. The GOAT in Colorado sports coverage. Let's the future, go. the present. The home the of our Serbia documentary when it premieres. You guys get set up with Ivaka TV right now. Um, you get Nuggets games. You get oh Avs games. What a novelty. You get 60 entertainment channels you as well. You get Rockies games. Well, yeah, their season's almost over. Yeah, I know, but just the concept. like right. You're just buying a sports package here. Plus other channels as well. Um, you can go to Ivaka.tv slash Colorado 10. 
and get $10 off per month for your first three months, evoca.tv slash Colorado 10. It's usually $25 a month plus a $5 receiver fee, but get $10 off per month for your first three months, evoca.tv slash Colorado 10. No contracts, no hidden fees. Don't have to worry about that with Evoca. Get set up with them right now so you're good to go for Nuggets and half season. Is that it? We better now we're good. I'm trying to lay out the top ten here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm missing one person. Maybe you guys, as we go, you could tell me Jokic, who that one person Curry, is. Hold KD, on, hold on. I'll go, I'll, I'll go through the list now. Okay. So here are the players that there's ten players left. Jokic, Joel yeah. Embiid, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker. That's nine players that have not so far not been mentioned. I didn't. Was Jalen Brown on that list? I think he was, but I don't remember. He's. I like, don't think so. They have him as a top ten player. No, no way. There's no, no way. way they would have him as a top ten player. I, you're right. We did. You didn't Kale, call him out. Kale, scroll through that list and see if the, if he was be on. Funny there. if they just forgot. If they forgot Jalen Brown. Brown. Oh God damn it, Jalen uh, Brown. So I'm not exactly sure. No, John Morant's on there. Did you say John oh, John ja Morant. It's John ja Morant's probably it's ja Morant. ten. It's yeah. Ja. All right. He's ten. I bet. All right. So what is the number? It's John ja Morant for sure. You don't even have to look it up. Jalen Brown's Twenty-two for Jalen Brown. Okay, that's about right. I mean, he's a really good player, two-way player. Well, yeah. Where's where was Chris Paul? He was in the list too. He was like fifteen or something. Twenty-one. Yeah. So I mean, all the, I mean, again, the league's really good, man. The league's really good. These guys are twenty-one. Um, all right. What's the highest number Jokic could be for you not to be like this is unbelievable? I'm telling he's you, he's got to be two for me. What? He's got to be two. Spoiler, spoiler alert, he's not going to be two. Spoiler alert, I'm going to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> he gonna be, has to be who, top two. Giannis who, is going to be number Giannis one. Giannis is going to be number we one. We know I that. I think he's going to be number one. Jokic, he has to be two for me. Yeah. He just has to if be. If they put LeBron James as two, I'm going to be mad. I don't think it'll be for, LeBron. Who would, Who is most likely to pass him? Giannis, for sure. If and they then, put Embiid, I'm going to lose. He, they're not, it's not going to be Embiid. It's going to be, it's gonna be I'll Kevin Durant or Steph Curry. I agree. Maybe both. Maybe both. Two. Oh God! Is it possible that he comes in four behind Steph and yes, Katie? Yes, it's very possible oh, he's four. No. Oh God! I can't Is it that. possible that he's five behind Luca, Joel Embiid? Oh, no, God. he'll be ahead of Joel Embiid. I'm wondering if he's might be behind Luca. I think they'll put him behind Luca, oh, huh? No. The two-time MVP, the reigning two-time MVP. I thought today was going to be a fun episode. I'm just trying to get you. My mad. my prediction is he's. Uh, I think Evan's, Evan's gonna, order is the order I predict. Giannis, four? Steph, Durant, Jokic. I think they're going to have him there. I At think that four. might be right. I think that's how they're going to do it. Steph's coming off of a championship. KD still it's gets true. you know penciled in, even though he got swept in the play. It's true. It's true. That's what's going to happen. The I'm fact be that irate. Kevin Durant is still regarded as three is just yeah. Like, like if we're going to play, yeah, if we're going to play uh, coming off of last year, Kevin Durant was horrific in the playoffs. Yeah, he wasn't very good. He was terrible. Yeah, he wasn't very good. He was a little passive. He sucked. He's a little Steph, whining. I think Jokic is better better than Steph. But Steph coming off a championship, a hard I argue. can't be as mad about that one as Steve, I can Steve be about Mace Kevin Durant. F Steph. I've never seen anybody say F Steph I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Like You hate Steph? I do now. He passed up Jokic. F Steph. He, well, he hasn't yet. He hasn't yet. Okay. Well, I guess maybe I'll wait. We just wait. <laughs> I, I will say this. How would you feel if Jokic was number one? Great. I'd be like, finally. I'd be like, damn right. Yeah, he's the back-to-back MVP, meaning he's currently the best player in the NBA. I it doesn't suit him. 
I don't want I want Yoke to get have a slight coming into the. Well, I don't want you, it. It'll be you weird. You don't have to worry about it. No, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have to worry about. It. I just say I'm like I don't want Yoke to ever it's, get that number one yeah, spot. I'm not going to be like yes. Yeah. If he was one, which he's not. Okay. <laughs> like we know Giannis is going to be one. Exactly, J. Rog, my guy. Joker plays best underrated. That's how it's going to be. Uh, I think Jokic comes in fourth. I would not be. I would be more surprised if he came in second than I would if he came in fifth. And there's even a chance that he comes in sixth somehow. And they just put Luca and Embiid and LeBron. It's ESPN guys. Dave, uh, was it uh, McNamara? He's he's McMenamin. There it is. He's doing these. You know, LeBron's going to get a little extra love. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh boy. Now I actually kind of hope he's like he's like seventh. seventh. <laughs> he's like, and it's like oh, him Z- and Tatum are tied seven day. And you're like, Zark, what? Zarko asks how much Jokic actually cares about this ranking. It's Zero. not for him. It's for us. Zarko, That's come true. on, you're better than that. Come sure. on, you don't even know what he, he doesn't even know how to get to ESPN. Yeah, he this, definitely we, does not. This is our rage. Yeah. Um, last bit of news here, guys. Um, Robert Sarver has released a statement. He is looking into selling his team. Um, the language around this is a little bit interesting. When we talked last week, uh, I noted, or actually, when I, yeah, I came on the show last week, I noted, like, look, to kick somebody out, especially an owner, is going to take a lot. You're going to have to get them, you know, this or that. And then I noted that when Donald Sterling, everybody thinks, oh, the NBA banned for life. They kicked him out. They forced yeah, to sell. Yeah. Not true. Still had to go to court. Still had to do a lot of different things. And how did he actually get out? His wife, in a way, sabotaged him because they offered an enormous amount of money for him to sell the mm-hmm. team. And the wife said, you know what? He's unfit, which was probably true, first of all. But it was like you need somebody on the inside to sort of collude with you to get the person out. And that's what happened with the NBA. So I, I say all that to say the NBA couldn't go through the front door, to use the, uh, <laughs> a popular phrase. They had to go through the side door. Yes. That is startup energy from the and, NBA. <laughs> and it, I think it would be less... To say that they went through the side door and dragged him out kicking and screaming as it is. They went through the side they door. They opened it? They opened it and lured it with an enormous pile of cash. Yeah. To me, this is the exact same scenario. One, the sale has not happened. Sarver is just basically saying, hey, I'm looking at the writing on the wall. I am now persona non grata ar- across the NBA. He probably was all along, but like now it, he... No, the worst part is that he wasn't. Well, I'm just saying now it's now it's like now he's a pariah. Well, Adam Silver, it's so funny people latched on to certain parts of it cuz in the 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 part of the press conference where Adam Silver said, you know, owners have different rights than than employees. In the larger part of what he was saying was from an owner's perspective, we feel this is a big punishment because it changes his relationship to everyone else. Publicly mm-hmm. he ashamed like yep. he was basically saying there he was saying we don't have the right to just take this from him, right. we would have to go to court. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand that it's not just money. Like to a billionaire, money is like you know poker chips. They don't care of course. that way. They're just looking at it this. But what he was saying is we feel as the NBA have put him in a position to where he is now in uncomfortable. We've taken something from him that you don't value, but I promise you he values. And guess what? He was right. Because here is now Sarver, who is being pulled in two directions. One, from shame, saying like, what Adam Silver said was, hey, you guys don't know. It doesn't seem like it's a lot to you, but to him, this actually really hurts. And then secondly, he's being lured by, well, you can either fight this and be persona non grata for the rest of your life, or you can take an enormous pile of cash that we will help you earn to get out the door. That's what's happening here. Is it a success story? 
I mean, you're going to be rid of of Sarver, so I think it absolutely it, it, is. Yeah. So the answer is yes, but I don't. I just it's not a thing of like, oh, the bad man got kicked off of his tower. It's like he's being lured out by. He'll probably sell this thing for two and a half billion dollars, which is probably a billion more than what it is worth or what it would have gone on the open market. But that is all part of the NBA's plan. So when people protested, oh, the NBA should have kicked him out. They should have right. done this or that. Guys, the real world is way more complicated, and this was a game of chess that they the same thing with the with the uh, Sterling, they positioned themselves for Sarver to be in a lose lose situation, and they took. It appears as though he's going to take the best scenario for the NBA, take the money and, and, and get out of there. The public pressure worked. The public pressure absolutely worked because. What do you mean the public pressure? I'm curious about this. LeBron tweeting that he shouldn't be an owner. Draymond Green calling him out. The amount of players that have Ooh. spoken out. The media yeah. that's said how ridiculous it is that the that that he's still going to be overseeing the Suns in some capacity. It would have if Sarver didn't say he's going to put the team up. It would have gotten to a point I think where the regular season is about to tip off. And you've got Chris Paul on the Suns. You've got LeBron. You've got, I think all these stars would have like come together and been like, we can't play while this guy is still the quote unquote. Will, owner you, of the will team. you feel the same way if Chris Paul's group buys the team? Will it make yeah. it a little bit weird for you? No. No, for you, whatever. Uh, to me, I feel like this was part of the discussion when they they're like, "Listen, we're gonna find you, and you, you got it. We can't force you to sell the team, but like, we can make we, it as uncomfortable for you well, as but, possible. But just sort of like, we gotta. This isn't gonna work anymore. Like, we can't force you to do this. We're gonna allow you to do this on seemingly your own terms, right? But you know, this can't." continue unfortunately we've hit an impasse here like this no one will ever forget about this so i suspect that that was part of the conversation the entire time like the the timing of this is such that it's like you kind of see like this was always going to be the case right and so this is my only point is that this was all part of the way you get somebody out and it is carrot and stick he's choosing the carrot on this one and that's really how this works. So the idea of like, oh, they should have just sued him from the start and kicked right. him out would have been like way worse of an of a scenario. Yeah. This is the way you get this it done. And best to be honest case with scenario you, for the league. And to be honest with you, kind of surprised he's not putting up a fight. A little bit surprised by that. I just think he just has such a low approval rating, right? And it will never regain. No, yeah. Like there's right. nothing he could do to, that just did to like, like not even, be even this if way. he won the lawsuit and it was still the owner. Where what where is he then? Yeah, you know? he's still and and like it's funny because Amin El Hassan worked for him, and I think Amin's great. And he to me, he's the number one resource for this because he knew this guy personally. Yeah, and he like all along his not just through the story years back. Amin would always talk about him, and it gives you a perspective. One of the things about Robert Sarver he always says is that he's really good at business, really rich. He's like he's cutthroat. He's like ruthless. So this or that, but that he has no friends and he hates it. And I think that's part of the calculation here is yeah. he, why is he in all this hot water? Cause he was always down in the locker room trying to hang out and be one of the guys and yeah. nobody liked him. Yeah. And so now you put a guy who's like biggest vulnerability is his own like desire to fit in. And you tell him you will never get a chance to fit in again. Right. Right. And you'll never even get to delude yourself into thinking you fit in, which is right. probably the scenario. That's what I mean. Always says is he didn't realize nobody liked him. Now they did a thing where it was like, now you'll, you have to know that nobody will ever, nobody likes you now. Nobody will ever like you. Right. And you can either fight it 
And even mm-hmm. if you win, you're still going to be hated by every person you ever look at. Or you can take an enormous pile of cash and get it out of here and just disappear, and just into, the disappear yeah. into the sunset. And he's choosing that option. And I'm a little surprised by it. But at the same time, to me, that is... <laughs> This is why I, last week when I brought up all of the like, does nobody know how the world works? This is how you win. You have to play the game of chess to put somebody in checkmate. They got him in checkmate and it appears as though he is going to take his money and go home. Yep. I mean, this is what Silver was hoping for. The entire time. This is what everyone was hoping yep. for. The yeah. entire time. And everybody got tripped up on the like, oh, but you said they get held to a different standard. He's like, shut up, guys. Yeah. I know just, what I'm doing here. Just chill out right, on right. all of this virtue signaling. Right. We're doing our. We're doing the thing that we have to do. So yeah, I find it interesting. It is, does seem like it'll be a positive ending. The only piece I'm a little concerned about is the main players in this. I do fear that there is a little colluding going on, and I will Always. be a little sick to myself if this is if, like. If it's just like they, everybody sort of like piled on at the right time, a coordinated attack to eject somebody that was unpopular to begin with. But not for the reasons. Not for the of, reasons that are not being for presented. The reasons yeah. of needing to cleanse the league of this like, yes. evil. More so, just to create a vacancy that then Chris Paul could uh, take over. Kim, yes. Kim to me, that is yeah. To me, that That's is the other uh, the other that the parallel is the, story. The slimy part that hopefully is not the full story here. Yeah, but whatever. Still a net positive. Net positive. That one, it's true. So. It's true. Yeah. So there we go. That's today's show, guys. Two more days of off season before the preseason begins. I can't wait to be. Fucking enraged by this Jokic trading. It's not going to come. I think tomorrow we're probably going to get like, <laughs> what are we going to get? Th- what are we going to get tomorrow? Are we going to get nine and ten? I don't know. Ten, dude. nine, eight, I, seven, just, six. Give us the top ten. Just fucking let come me be on. mad. Just don't let me. Bring this yeah, don't like. Don't let days. me be mad going into the weekend. Like, yeah. let's get it out on a Thursday, shall we, please? Like, but I tomorrow, to tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, do we need an ESPN story? Because they're going to stretch it out through the Chris end of the Paul week. The number sons. The number top five will come out tomorrow's for. Yeah. Top five will come out on Friday. Nah, nine through ten through five will come out tomorrow. And so if we Jokic might see Jokic's race. If tomorrow. Jokic is revealed tomorrow, I will lose it. <laughs> well, you're on the show tomorrow with me. So. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what the knock on him is too. Like you know, everybody has a little like. He's maybe the least impressive two-time MVP. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somehow Nick Wright writes. You don't even work for ESPN. What do you? How did he get to write the paragraph? Yeah. <laughs> uh, as the most dominant player in the league. He, Is he sexy? (laughs) Is he sexy? (laughs) Everybody, thanks for hanging with us. Hit the like button on the way out. We'll see you tomorrow.